Looking for new threads? Well, we've got you covered at the Music Is Live podcast official merch store over at tpublic.com. Whether it's t-shirts, baseball tees, hoodies, coffee mugs, travel mugs, phone cases, or onesies for your infant rockers and metalheads, you can find everything you're looking for over at the Music Is Live podcast merch store at tpublic. Go to my link tree at l-i-n-k-a-t-r dot e-e forward slash Music Is Live podcast and get your merch today. Buy my stuff and thanks for your support. TerraNut is proud to offer you a natural nut bar chock full of healthy fats, minerals, and protein that meet your demands. Go to their website, www.terranut.com. You can order from them directly, and they will ship it to you. Use my coupon code, LUMAVS, and you will get a 25% discount on your first order. TerraNut Superfood Snacks, www.terranut.com. Don't forget to use coupon code, LUMAVS, at checkout. Fuel your life. You're listening to the Music Is Life podcast with your host, Lou Mabs, on the Rat Sound Review Network. Hey, everybody, welcome to episode two of the Music Is Life podcast. I'm your host, Lou Mabs. Driving on this rainy Thursday in March, it's supposedly spring right now. But, uh, I don't know, last I checked, spring was supposed to have sunlight. Eh, regardless. Anyway, I want to thank everybody for the positive outreach that you gave me regarding the podcast and, you know, didn't think I'd get as many subscribers in the first week as I did. So, thank you very much. That's awesome. And, you know, I, <laughs> it's, uh, it was kind of odd because with the episode that I did last week, I didn't really have like a format. It was just speaking from experience on the subject of music and live performing and venues and what people could do to get their music out there, you know, just, just rant, not, not random, but you know, just off the cuff, yeah, off the cuff is what it was. And a lot, most of my podcasts are probably going to be off the cuff. Because they're going to be about subjects that I'm thinking about at the moment. And just getting my thoughts out there and, well, giving them to you. So, thank you for the positive outreach. Thank you for the subscriptions. Looking forward to reading any iTunes reviews or uh, Spreaker reviews, anything like that. You know, I did promise that I was going to say what formats you can get the podcast on. But, uh, like a dope, I forgot. So, my bad. I'll have that for the next one. So, anyway, um, what's going on in the life of Lou Mavs at the moment? Well, right now I'm actually driving to my personal trainer, uh, Matt Michelow of Alpha Flex in Queens Village to listen to some metal and, uh, you know, work out. Um, happy to say since I started working out with him a week ago, which was actually the week that the podcast launched, I lost seven pounds, so... You know, uh, not a big feat, you know, but I'm proud of it and I'm going to keep going. But I actually want to give a shout out to J-Cab Morris of Yakuza Kick Radio because he actually did a podcast on fitness and what he does to, you know, in terms of his eating habits, to his workout habits, even to his musical singing habits. 
And he said that, you know, he can't get into people screaming at him so he doesn't listen to metal, which I can respect that. Uh, me, I can't listen to hip-hop. I mean, I, hey, look, I, I grew up in Queens, so, you know, I'm happy to say that I grew up during the best era of hip-hop from the 80s to the mid to late 90s. So I love that stuff. Play me some Onyx, yeah, that'll uh, that'll make me go the extra mile. But you know, when when I work out, I'm really listening to like hard stuff. Uh, bands like After the Burial, Periphery. <laughs> you may not think Periphery's hard, but I don't know if you if you listen to a couple of songs uh, off the new album and uh, some stuff off Periphery too. This time is personal. Uh, you get uh, you get a good pull, but uh, after the burial, especially, I would say is probably my favorite workout band. Listening to them it makes me go the extra mile, and you know I love that band. Um, it's unfortunate what happened to their founding member Justin Lowe. Rest in peace, Justin. You were an amazing talent, and uh, this this world is is missing out on a lot because of your talent, but. Big shout out to Trent Hofdahl, who's keeping the guitar flame for After the Burial going. But anyway, so that's what I like to listen to when I work out, you know. And hey, uh, hit me up on social media. Let me know what you guys like, you know. If you think that there's a metal band that I should listen to to uh, get me that extra pull, as they say, uh, I'm open to it. Uh, my personal trainer just turned me on to the band Ginger. And uh, they're pretty good. Not Ginger with a G, Ginger with a J. Uh, with a female vocalist. Uh, Tatiana's her name. So good. Never seen a girl who could do the melodic vocals and the death scream as well as she does. And that's not taking anything away from Angela Gossow or uh, Elisa White Glues from uh, Arch Enemy. But I really like what Ginger's doing lately. So. Uh, check them out. They're on Napalm Records. Great group. Thank you, Matt, for turning me on to them. And uh, thank you, Cat, for talking about your workout habits because, you know, it was cool to hear from you. But anyways, this isn't a workout podcast. This is a music podcast. So my band, Hard Drive, you know, we're, we're very busy. We do average one to two shows a week trying to get out there and, you know, it, it's, it's not easy you really got to hustle. Like my drummer, Steve, and my vocalist, Matt, they're the two guys that are always putting themselves out there to go to the venues, call the venues, make arrangements with the venues, book dates, book prices. And, you know, I'm grateful to them for doing that. Uh, someone in the band has to do that. You know, I mean, I, I try. <laughs> I really try to do that, but I'm not going to lie. It's not easy. You call, For some reason, it's like telemarketing, you know, like not every lead's going to be a good one. You call up a venue, there's a chance that, yeah, you can book something right then and there. But most of the times it's like, oh, the guy who books isn't in the office right now. Please call back later. Or you're going to have to email me your website with your price ranges, blah, 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 blah. And we'll consider it. Uh, we'll contact you if we need you. We need to also check our schedule. You know, there's a, a lot of that that goes on. And, you know, it, 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 it makes it very difficult for 
bands that are good to get out there uh, because you know there's so much red tape that 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 goes in that goes into it and as I mentioned in the last episode there's an extreme lack of venues on Long Island uh, one of the things that a lot of bands do is they'll you know they'll play in a restaurant or they'll play in a bar you know like a, like a sports bar I mean there's some great sports bars out there uh, you know uh, bar, bars and grills sports bars you know I put them in the same category because you know most of them show sports and they serve really good wings the best ones are at Rudy's and Patchog on 112 but oh, not 112 uh, anyways Rudy's and Patchog makes great wings but that's not the point uh, the the purpose of the discussion is basically it's about the hustle you know, you if, if you're a musician, you want to get out there, you want to perform, you know, you got to harp on these people. You got to, like, go in there like gangbusters, but you got to be respectful, you know? Like, if, if, if a venue is nice enough to book your band, that's great. Just be respectful of the venue. Don't talk smack about the venue. Don't think you're better than the venue, you know, because a lot of the times the venue will try to work with you. So, you know, every, every stage that's ever had hard drive, or for that matter, any stage that I've ever uh, been blessed to play on, I'm, I'm very grateful for it. The one thing I can't stand, and boom, found my topic right here, right now. The one thing I can't stand is when the venue expects you to bring everybody that's playing I'm sorry let me rephrase that they expect you to bring everybody in the venue that night and I can't tell you how many times this happens and it hurts bands it really does and it makes me wonder how some of these venues stay open as long as they do. Because if you're depending on the band to bring everybody, what does that say about your venue? How come you can't provide an audience for the band to play in, uh, to, to, to play for? Is your venue that bad that you can't do it on your own? Is your reputation that bad that you can't get anybody down on your own? Are your drinks overpriced? Are, are, is, the, is the bartender a schmuck? Is the bouncer throwing everybody out? What's the deal? I don't think that the responsibility of bringing the audience should lie solely on the band. I really don't. Because you got to remember, we're musicians, we're entertainers, we're performing songs that your patrons, if you had them, would know. We're trying to play songs that they'll enjoy, that they'll sing along to, that they'll stay till the end of the show so they can keep drinking beers or maybe order more appetizers or maybe they want to call their friend to be like, hey, come on down, check out this cool, this cool band. But at the same time, though, the bands, 
and, and, and I'll own to this. The bands should make the effort to get their name out there and put themselves out there and promote whatever show they're doing. Treat every show like you're playing the garden. You know what I mean? Uh, to me, that's the that's just good business practices. Because no matter what you want to say, music is a business. It's 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 a business. It's 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 yeah, even though it's a hobby for me, you know, I'm out there hustling. I make flyers for hard drive. I'm in charge of the Facebook. I make the events for Facebook. I upload everything on the Instagram. I'm sending emails out. You know, I'm trying to get people to come to the show. Now, you could say, well, you could easily get an audience by, you know, paying like Facebook or Instagram to get your stuff out there. Yeah, you could do that, but you could also do it organically. You know, I, I think, you know, building up an organic uh, fan base, you know, is, is a good thing. And you appreciate it a little bit more. You know, why should you have to shell out, you know, money that you don't have or you don't want to spend for for the purposes of, pro- of promoting your band to areas that you're not even near? Hard Drive doesn't tour. We're, 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 we're a local band. We play Nassau County, Suffolk County. We play Queens. We like to get into Brooklyn. You know, like, that's that's what we do. You know, if, if, if Jersey would have us for the right price, we'll consider it. If Connecticut wanted to have us for the right price, we'll consider it. If Staten Island wanted us, well, I draw the line there. But we'll consider it. Anyway. So I, I think that, and, and look, I mean, I, I know a lot of promoters and, you know, uh, for, the, for their own biases and their, their own beliefs, they, they might disagree with me, and that's fine, you know, it's, it, it, it's, you, I could be objective about how you feel about it, you know, because it, it really is all subjective, you know, promoters are not bands, are not the audience, everybody's different, but from a business standpoint, I look at it this way, the bands need a place to play, the venues need bands to entertain the patrons, now, it should work both ways in that the venue should really make every effort to, 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 to say which bands are playing and, you know, put flyers up in your hall and, you know, put them in the window, you know, post it on their social media. Yeah, absolutely. I definitely think that, you know, venues... You know the 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 bars, the the, the the clubs. You should definitely do that. You have to do that because you know you want. <laughs> you know, I would think. Look, if I was a venue owner, I would do whatever I could to get people, you know, in my place every night, even if it's a weekday. And again, if if I'm a band, you know, if I'm in a band, which I am. You know, I'd want to entertain their patrons and I want to, you know, bring people out. 
you know, either their family or friends or they like what Hard Drive does. You know, there, there are people that do follow us and I appreciate you all. Thank you for coming out to do that. But to lay blame solely on 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 one just because you didn't deliver, uh, that's, that's not cool. I don't think venues... Uh, I think venues really do need to treat the bands as entertainers that they hire for the night and they really do need to make every effort to you know push the uh the quality of entertainment that the audience would get if they came that night the same time though bands you gotta work hard and you gotta really hustle to get to to do whatever you gotta do to get people to come to your shows you know like like i look at some of the uh, you know the the bands who you know some of my favorite bands original bands that came up from nothing look at a band like kiss you know their their first show at the coventry in queens on queens boulevard i think there were seven people there but they hustled and they were really good businessmen and look at them now 45 years later they're on their farewell tour you know and paul and gene are still with it and i'm glad to see that my favorite member ace frilly is doing his own thing uh, personally, I prefer Ace's material to Kiss at this juncture, but that's not taking away from, uh, from from anything that they're doing. Plus, I really wouldn't want to pay to see somebody in Ace and Peter's makeup. I'm sorry. I know that there might be people out there who are still fans of Kiss, but for me, Kiss as a fan was over when I saw them at Jones Beach in 2000 with the original four. That's the final memory of them I want to have, and I'm going to leave it at that. So back to the situation, back to the story, though. Uh, I really think bands have to, if, if you really believe in what you're doing, you really need to convince everybody around you, not just your family, not just your friends, but the average person that you would meet at, like, let's say, um, I don't know, a local place of business, whatever. You're your auto mechanic, your your laundromats. You know, there's still places where you could put flyers up. You know, I'm not talking about getting a staple gun and putting them on a tree or on a uh, um, on a on a phone pole. I think that I think I actually think that's illegal to do right now. So. Uh, Thank you, local governments, for taking that away from us. Screw you. No, just, just kidding. I'm no anarchist. Or am I? Anyway. Um, but there are ways to get your... To, to promote your band. You know, one of the things that I do uh, to make a little extra cash, because, you know, I'm a married man with a mortgage and, a, and an eight-month-old, is I drive an Uber. And, you know, I'll place something on my car, uh, you know, in my car that is comparable to what hard drive does in a live setting. And they'd be like, Hey man, you got some great tunes. And I'm like, Hey, thanks. Well, do you like to see live music? And they'll be like, yeah, why? Who's playing? And I'll tell them I am. And I'll give them a business card and they'd be like harddriveband.com. All right, cool. I'll go check that out. Gotta hustle. And thankfully those people that you're nice to, if they like you, if they think you're nice enough, they'll come down and support you because, hey, 
you gave them a lift. And in lieu of a tip, hopefully they'll come to your show. But again, there are so many ways for bands to, to, to promote themselves. You know, there's social media, there's uh, email lists, there's, uh, you know, putting up, you know, flyers in the venue yourself, you know, uh, there's, there, there's, there's many ways. And hopefully if a promoter has enough pull or enough clout uh, at a venue that they're promoting, you'll get heard on your local radio station. I can't tell you, I've heard our band's name on 102.3 BAB a couple of times. And, you know, I felt great about that. and, And the first thing I would say is, wow, nice to know that the venue is doing their part to helping, to helping us get people to the show. If a promoter doesn't call you back because you bring nobody, then fault should definitely lie on the band. Absolutely. But I look at it this way. We played this one venue in Franklin Square. There was nobody there until we played and we brought 35 people. 35 people more than they would have had if we didn't play that night. Sorry, let me rephrase that. 35 people they would not have had if we didn't play that night. And then two days later, the venue owner, the booker, whatever he was, said, "Uh, you guys aren't welcome back here again. Why? Well, you only brought 35 people. Yeah, we brought 35 people. How many people did you bring? Well, we depend on you to bring the venue, uh, to, to to fill out the venue. And I'm like, oh, wait a minute. You depend on us. Hey, we brought 35 people to your venue. How come your venue isn't good enough to bring people on your own? Click. (laughs) Maybe not the best uh, business practices, but I can't tell you how many times that happens. And I look at it this way. Venues and promoters, bands want to work with you. Please work with us. And don't don't be pointing fingers at each other. You know what I mean? Like, you really... You really need to take into account that although the economy is doing better, um, there are... There are still people who really don't want... Maybe, they re, maybe they'll leave their going out to one night a month. And unfortunately for you... If you're playing on a Friday, it's actually that Saturday that they plan on going out. You know, you, you need to take into account that, you know, like McDonald's. McDonald's is open 24-7 in most places, but not everybody wants to go to McDonald's. You know, like some people just don't feel like going out. You need to take these things into consideration. You, you need to take... Um, take, not with a grain of salt, that's not what I'm getting at, but you need to take into account the fact that, you know, the bands want to play for your patrons, and the bands also need to take into account that, hey, you know, give this venue a reason to book us again. You know, I remember there was one venue that we played last year. I'm not gonna, 
name drop the what the the name of the venue only because um, I did something that I shouldn't have and I insulted the manager. <laughs> rookie mistakes, not rookie mistakes, but I was angry at the time. So that was a uh, uh, that that was a mistake, and I own it. I think I'm gonna make that a slogan. My mistake, I own it. Anyway, um, I remember me and our bassist Doc. We were the first ones there. The manager goes up to us. How come none of your people made a reservation? And I said, "Excuse me, who are you?" And they said, and 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 the guy said, "Hey, listen, if you guys don't have." At least 25 people here. I'm not paying you. Now, you're going to come off to me like that when I first meet you? Like, not even a hello, not even a how are you, not even a handshake. If that's how you're going to come off to me, hey, buddy, I'm not contractually bound to you. I can just pick up my stuff and walk out, okay? You don't talk to people like that. I don't care who you are. I don't care how much money you have. You treat people with respect. All right? I, I, any place that I'm at, I will always treat people respectfully. And you know what? And, and, and I get credit to the bands out there that have good equipment because uh, it must be frustrating for them because it's happened to me on more than one occasion. Some drunk patron, as soon as you put your guitar down, after your set is over and you walk away, they'll want to come up and start playing your guitar. And I'll have to like yank my guitar out of, uh, out of their hands and I'll say, excuse me, this isn't an exhibition. Okay, this is my guitar. They're like, oh, come on. Every other band that I watch lets me do this. I'm like, yeah, but I'm not every other band. You break my guitar, you're not going to pay for it because you're going to be like, well, it's not mine. So... Sorry, uh-uh. If I break my guitar, that's on me, not on you. And if you break my guitar, <laughs> you ain't gonna do jack. And if you break my guitar, we're gonna have problems. Regardless, um, you don't treat people badly, especially in, 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 in a venue like that where you're paid to be a professional. You know, I mean... You're not a professional musician, but act professionally. Don't be the young new Jack that's in there acting like, oh, I'm hot stuff. Look at me. Yeah, I'm playing guitar. Yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna take your girlfriend home tonight. Oh, I hate musicians like that. And unfortunately, there are still a lot around. But anyway, regardless, I'm speaking about this one promoter. So he decides he wants to mouth off on me. And I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, you know what? I'm, I'm not above just packing up my stuff and going home. Even though we did bring 20 people. And once again, 20 people more than they would have had in the venue if we didn't play. Because guess what? There was nobody there for them. There were 20 people there for us. Needless to say... After the show was over, you know, we usually do a three-hour set, but we did a two-hour set that night. And, you know, (laughs) because we only did two hours, I think he paid us at half pay. And we were blacklisted from there. 
which was unfortunate. You know, I don't like being blacklisted from anyone, but uh, from anywhere. But it does happen. You know, it happens to the best musicians. It happens to your local cover band. But you know what? I'll be honest with you. I don't mind dealing with promoters or venue uh, venue owners that are respectful, that are logical, that don't resort to, you know, stupid stuff like, you know, if you don't bring the X amount, I'm not going to pay you. You know, don't don't do that. Because I could tell you right now, that venue was one of the worst looking dumps. I mean, it, it was a venue that was available. We had a booking that was open. We took it. We did the best that we could. And once again, we brought more people that they would have had if they if they didn't book us. You know, so it's a harsh reality of being a musician. But, you know, I think that... I think the more and more you do it, the, the more you find venues that are willing to have you and the more you, you promote yourself and push yourself out there, I think the better the class of the venue and promoter that you know you play and that you deal with. So, you know, don't get caught up just because, you know, you, you only brought five people like your local pub or there were only five people at the pub that night because... You can play a different venue, and those five people will come see you that show. Like I said, treat every show like it's the garden. And those five people will follow you because you're that good. And then hopefully those five people will bring five more people and let it grow organically like that. You know, one thing that drives me nuts is bands that have a good hustle, but you see them live and they're nothing worth uh, you know writing home about you know I mean I know a lot of great musicians uh, and a lot of great bands and, and it's hard for them but they're still out there doing it and you know people want to say huh, you're a failed musician no 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 you're not a failed musician I hate it when people resort to put downs like that you know, if music brings you joy, go out there and do it. You know, have fun. Play. Find places in your area that you'd be willing to travel to and be smart about it. Think about, you know, places that your audience would be willing to travel to come see you. And get in good with a lot of promoters and venues that already have their own fan base. It's possible. You know, and if you want to know which venues would probably be good for your band, like I said, hit me up on social media, you know, Instagram, Facebook. I'm more than happy to speak to anybody. And, you know, I'll, I'll let you know which ones you could hit up. You know, I don't want to name drop them uh, on the show at the moment only because... Uh, well, <laughs> I don't think they want that kind of exposure. But I will say this. I'm grateful to venues such as Rudy's and Patchogue, um, Popeye's and Corum, the Turning Point in Farmingdale, because 
they always want us back to entertain their patrons and they are places that we're more than happy to promote to people who follow us whether they're family or friends or actual fans of the band we're happy to promote them and our performances at their venues and every time we play there it's it's always a great night so i'll i'll give it to them you know those guys take those those venues those promoters take care of us and and we thank you for that but for the musician out there that really wants to you know promote their shows do what you got to do don't let these venues keep don't 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 keep them from paying you just you know hustle your butts off till you can anymore all right social media mailing lists flyers uh meeting people on the streets in the stores if you're driving an uber give out business cards really those are easy great ways for you to promote your products and again you know to the venues that have been nice enough to hard drive in the past to to have us grace your stage you know thank you for that and to the venues who feel that they're above having their own audience and relying on the bands to bring everybody uh i don't see you staying around in business that long <laughs> i don't wish ill on you i don't you know i don't not want you to succeed but seriously you really got to you got to pull your weight too and i'm not going to say who i don't want to be you know negative uh, towards anybody all i'm going to say is be fair be gracious and that's for the bands and the venues and the promoters and by the way i'm going to tell everybody this right now i know that there's a lot of promoters who follow the uh pay to play idea. I've done that before and it hasn't worked out for me, so I would tell all the bands avoid pay to play like the plague. Wow, that was a tongue twister. Say that three times fast. But really, I uh if I can avoid pay to play, I would and I do. But that's a topic for another discussion. All I wanted to mention now is bands be good to the venues that are nice enough to have you on their stage and to the venues please for the love of god be nice enough to the bands that they want to bring their people down to your venue so that's really all i got to say about that nothing informative really it's just me you know speaking my opinion on what i've experienced in almost 20 years of performing live and i hope that this helps uh people you know musicians especially and possible promoters get a better idea better understanding of how you know everybody can make it you know how you can make it work for yourselves and each other and that's my jerry springer moment <laughs> better not say that out loud but anyways so uh thanks for listening so really want to take this time right now to plug uh, a couple of podcasts that I'm a big fan of 
And they're not paying me to say this. I just think they're great podcasts. Uh, Rock and Metal Combat Podcasts, Ralph Vieira and Ian Wadley. Uh, great introspective uh, show reviewing classic albums, albums they love and albums they hate. Great entertainment. And you'll love it too. I uh, want to give a shout out to Decibel Geek, to Aaron Camaro and Chris Sinzak. Um, great podcast about all things rock all, and all things that rock. Uh, they actually gave me a shout out on one of their uh, episodes. It was the new, uh, new Noise Kiss episode where they were talking about the end of the road tour and they read my Facebook review for them and very grateful for that. Thank you guys. Uh, big shout out to Shaheen and Boxman over at the Hawk Tag Podcast. Listen to them for all things wrestling. And also to J. Cap Morris and Yakuza Kick Radio. Listen to him for all things anti-wrestling. <laughs> uh, he used to be a big CCW fan of the day, uh, back in the day, such as myself. But, you know, he's, you know, sick of what wrestling has become and you know I've even I, I even feel that way about it myself you know it's could be a lot better right now on the east coast I gotta give it up to Game Changer Wrestling you know uh, they're doing a great job of bringing fans of old school ECW uh, CZW uh, the uh, Japanese deathmatch companies such as FMW BJW uh, which is Frontier Martial Arts Wrestling, Big Japan Wrestling, and Freedoms together. Hell, they just brought uh, Jun Kasai from Freedoms over, did a great death match in uh, Atlantic City, New Jersey with uh, Alex Colon. So, great stuff. And, uh, yeah, anyway, so let's see. Uh, Yakuza Kick Radio, Hot Tag Podcast, uh, Decibel Geek, Rock and Metal Combat Podcast, any other podcasts I listen to? Let me see. There's uh, Focus on Metal, which is a great introspective uh, seven-part series on Dio's Strange Highways albums, which has become one of my favorite, probably my top three favorite Dio albums uh, of all time at the moment. So thank you guys for that. Uh, um, Rialto Report for all things uh, X-rated up. <laughs> Actually, they, they talk about the golden age, so you'll actually hear um, some uh, great interviews and uh, pieces about that. I, I can't believe I'm promoting it, but it's such a good podcast. <laughs> Rialto Report. Uh, Mike and Human is a fan as well, so uh, big shout out to Mike and Human for uh, being a uh, fellow fan of exploitation cinema. And by that, I mean, I, I don't watch that stuff, but I do love the Italian horror films. Those are some of my favorites. Anyways. All right, well, those are the podcasts I'm going to give a shout-out to uh, for this episode. Uh, and, you know, thank you again for listening to this episode. You know, I, I do feel a little bad. I, I wish that I could have been a little better prepared, but, you know, Mike... Lamont of Mara said, just put it out there. The, the, the quantity eventually will lead to the quality. And I'm uh, very, you know, grateful for all the advice that he gives me. 
and I actually want to express my condolences to Mike, who just lost his father, George, uh, last week to a, uh, it was to a heart attack, unfortunately, and, uh, you know, uh, George was a great guy, and very grateful to him for, you know, blessing me with having Mikey as not just my best friend, but as my brother-in-law, and rest in peace, George, we love you, and that's the end of the podcast. Check me out on Facebook, Instagram, and harddriveband.com is the site. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in. Take care. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Music Aside podcast brought to you by Anchor.fm and Ratsaw Review. Check out the other shows on Ratsaw Review, including Beyond Bushido, Old Man Metal's Musings, The Right Opinion, The Vieira Vault, The Team Otoki Podcast, The BS Sessions with Mark and Jerry, Just the Cheese Please, and The Friday Night Party with the great Harry Barnett and Evie. Graphics by Rocky Baia. For commissions, find them on Twitter at R-O-C-K-Y-B-A-I-A. Intro and outro music for the show is Lose Control by The Rebel Medium, written by Jacqueline Guitard, Ernest Leyuk, and Lou Mavs. If you'd like to donate to the channel, please donate to our PayPal at musicislivepodcast at gmail.com. If you're in a band and you want us to review your music, then contact us at Maps at musicislivepodcast.com. Special thanks to Wayne Noon and Greg Noggle. With much love and gratitude to Aaron, Anna, and Aloysius. For more information, check out www.musicislivepodcast.com. And don't forget to check out www.ratsareview.com. Remember, all art is valid. Thanks for listening. Cheers.